0: Sports professor Rick Harrell, welcome to Keeping Score, the podcast that goes way beyond the trillion-dollar business of sports. Final Four weekend, Major League Baseball opening, Masters coming up, Women's World Cup. This is a bevy of sports business, and let's start with the deal-making sports issues. Four to one. Number four, the WWE increases WrestleMania mainstream star power. Will Gronk be next? They announced Saturday Night Live cast members Michael Che and Colin Yost host of Weekend Update, accepted the WrestleMania challenge of Braun Strowman and will both now compete in Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal at WrestleMania 35. Meanwhile, in Q scores, Gronkowski, Rob Gronkowski, just retired tight end for the Patriots, has a 39% level of awareness among the general population. Don't count him out at MetLife come Sunday. He'll end up playing some role in some capacity. And that's number four. Number three, with opening night this Thursday, minor league baseball fans at numerous ballparks have a more modernized experience via smart displays and on social media enabled by ISM Connect's technology and the Allegiant Airline Network. Through its work with ISM Connect, minor league baseball introducing new technology to its over 40 million fans to create more exciting social experiences at 25 ballparks on opening night. 31 By the end of 2019, smart displays located across select stadiums will broadcast exclusive content from both teams and sponsors, giving fans a unique view into the players and teams they root for. In addition to the smart displays, ISM is connecting teams and their fans through mobile devices and social media while they're at the ballpark. Social channels reach a national audience of minor league fans and allow stadiums and advertisers to hold exclusive giveaways, share announcements from all teams on the network, and give followers an exclusive look into the world of minor league baseball. That's number three. Number two, ahead of the Masters, Augusta National hosts in the inaugural Women's Amateur event. Annika Sorenstam, Nancy Lopez, Lorena Ochoa, and Seyri Pak will continue the story tradition at the inaugural Augusta National Women's Amateur. The players will cut to 30 after 36 holes, the final event televised by NBC at the home of the Masters. The Champions Retreat Club hosts the first part, but Augusta National, host the final and the kids amateur drive chip and putt national finals will air on the golf channel on april seven with a long history of the club supporting amateur golf and with a stated mission to grow the game augusta national chairman fred fred ridley took a bold step a little over a year ago to add women on the on the course mix and by the way it's about time and that's number two finally number one nationally and internationally the mls launched its 2019 Soccer for All campaign, showcasing its commitment to end discrimination, as well as a collective effort taking place across the league to drive social change and foster more inclusive communities via the MLS Works platform. The PSA, produced in English, French, and Spanish, will be driven in all stadiums, on May 22. Even earlier, MLS long been considered America's most progressive and diverse sports league. But FIFA, however, take note. Messaging about ending discrimination and driving social change on the eve of the Women's World Cup, particularly poignant in light of recent allegations of pay discrepancies and subpar playing conditions, this is a big deal for the MLS and soccer internationally. Mm-hmm. Well, it's basically a two-part series. Last week, we talked about Qatar and the legacy leading up to and beyond 2022. And now we talk a little bit more about how soccer will bring that home to America. The glue to that, as well as some golf discussion we've had earlier, Andy Bush. 20 years of diverse experience including stints at Golden Bear and the LPGA Tour and the PGA of America. He's guided Octagon's sales with event management efforts. He's also raised about $91 million in event sponsorship in 2018 with a total of $9.3 million across many markets including charitable impact, really, really important. Also, he put together lifestyle events with six owned culinary festivals with over 60,000 attendees and three James Beard Foundation summits for 600 regional chefs and brewers. He's morphed into the Chief Revenue Officer. For DC United, putting together a number of initiatives at Audi Field, Loudoun County in Virginia, the Cutter Kick It for Cutter uh, kickoff uh, three weeks ago that we also spoke about, and also putting together the merger between sports, entertainment, international diplomacy, the World Cup in 2022, marketing, sponsorships, and the like. Andy Bush has some interesting perspectives. Here he is now. Rick Harrow here with Andy Bush, CRO, CRO, way beyond that title, but he is chief revenue officer of D.C. United. All of the vertically integrated holdings, the real estate entities, all of the relationships here revolutionized this organization in a very short period of time. But it was easy to do because there is so much potential here. You've been on this job for... Three months. Five. Five months. Yeah. Well, I mean, what, 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 what do you think? What do you think of the potential of this organization, MLS generally, DC United, Audi Field, everything? Give me your
1: perception. You know, the league has hit its stride, and I think it's uh, somehow being a 22-year-old league, it's it's probably in its first stride. Okay. We, uh, when you look at the nature of our sport, the intensity, how fast it moves, it's under two hours. I think there's so many advantages we have culturally now in the U.S., but this whole generation who started playing in the 80s and 90s are now having their own kids and and the quality is getting better economically is getting better our media attention uh, has been incredibly successful in the last few years so we're, we're finally at that point where we're starting to be noticed around the rest of the world um well, but I also think
0: it's a, the the, 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 raw material also requires some creativity and entrepreneurialism to take it there. Uh, you personally, uh, were, uh, at Octo- with Octagon, uh, put on a lot of different events, uh, you know, rose at Octagon and then you took this on as an amazing opportunity. Uh, they, they have a lot to, the, the, the organization, the league has a lot to be, to be, uh, proud of to attract, talent to be able to take the next step and grow this a lot of potential
1: here yeah no i, I think everything's elevated and you have to all of us uh our ownership groups the, the league office itself every one of us is, is as staff and, and i think more importantly how we live in our own communities and what we do to make them better i mean the great thing about sports is we naturally aggregate everybody to us and when we don't leverage aggregating everybody to to create positive change we're letting ourselves down Um, and I think that's that's the biggest difference for us as we go forward we have this shiny new beautiful stadium that's so attractive to everybody our time is now Um, I'd say even more important than a league our time is now of what we become when we're playing well when we're playing bad it isn't going to matter because our fans are going to be energized so that's our goal.
0: Well and let's talk about the timing of this it's very easy to say U.S. didn't make the World Cup last year soccer's in a funk let's just get through that period and figure out what's going on you on the other hand have developed this relationship with the cutter/qatar foundation and you've developed something called kick it with qatar this whole event is the day before the opening of the 2019 mls season but it prepares the us for the 2022 cutter event which then 2026 is the north american games but it has a relationship that's way beyond that talk about
1: it. well i think it's one and this is uh this event kick it with Guitar, shows our 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 venue is so much more than just an MLS stadium so that was critical too the relationship and what we can learn as they're building into something so significant our our paths aren't too far aligned with what they want to accomplish culturally, what we can accomplish here in D.C. culturally, and how we unite our district is kind of our mantra as a staff and as a brand is we can bring everyone together, and it's not just the typical sports fan in this country. It's every race, every religion, everyone. It's a global sport, and we just need to harness that energy for us.
0: Well, but to take that to the next level, which is every country in the world, has an active consulate in Washington and you use that as a tip of the iceberg. The cutter deal obviously is important because of 2022, but there are a whole lot more consulates around here. So that becomes a good potential as well.
1: Yeah, I think the embassies and in and, and our schools and the diversity of the international schools and pairing all this together to create multi-day cultural events where we celebrate everything that's unique about that culture. We, we build it into the fabric of our stadium. So um, you know if it's Arabic coffee for the month of April. Okay. Um, if it's, um, you know, we, we go down to South America and look at certain cuisines from Argentina and marry chefs and their players and then their team and create, you know, four days of music, food, and then finish off with incredible football, then we all win. Um, so I think you're exactly right. The strategy of using uh, the, everything that's in front of us with all the embassies here to kind of be the tip of the spear, integrating it into all of our schools and, and creating real events. Social responsibility. Uh, I know how you work. We're not ready to announce it. There's going to be a
0: deal with a school in... uh a few miles from here. You already have some relationships as well. D.C. Scores, you have a relationship with them as well already. Talk about all of that.
1: Well, D.C. Scores is incredible. Um, What they do, poetry, what they do for soccer, what they do for kids who are at these tier one schools who need it most. Um, They don't give up. They dive in. They lean in. They commit their time. And and we've got a great new partnership we'll be announcing at D.C. United with a great company uh, that's very, very philanthropic driven. And we're going to be able to do some things for some schools here in the district that other sports teams and quite frankly other organizations don't get to do because of that relationship. What DC Scores allows us to do is have access to these kids on a regular basis. So as our academy develops, as our first team training, our developmental teams, they are going to get more access to us than they ever have. And you know, if if, if our players can inspire these kids in such a positive way, it's not just to be an MLS player. It's everything positive to give back to their communities. So that's what we're excited about. And DC Scores gives us that instant access. I know you and you get up every day trying to get better and trying to
0: figure out who the competition is, but also to make sure that you implement your vision. You see a lot of other things happening in D.C. D.C. has an incredibly passionate fan base, uh, but also has a soccer history. I'm not sure about Checkered, but there are a lot of false starts at our stadiums here. Finally got one done. And
1: so, how does it feel unleashing your fury in the DC sports market? It, it's it's an opportunity of a lifetime for me. It's um, to be here in one place and and have the development um, around us that that's it's basically a blank canvas. I think that's the most part, uh, most exciting part for for me and our staff and our team is there are no rules right now. Um, we have a lot of real estate. We have a lot of land. We have a lot of things to do with our stadium that are up to us to decide how much we want to do. And, and Loudoun County, too. Loudoun yeah. County is going to be incredible for us, 50 miles away of yeah. our first team training center, developmental team. So um, for me, again, like I said, it, our time is now, um, and it, it's our only limit is ourselves and how hard we push. So um, it's, it's going to be a fun road.
0: Last question. Get this one. Uh, Andy Bush, MLS, D.C. United, where are all of you five years from now? Um, A dad, home, and retired. That's not true. That ain't going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. I just want to tell you, that's not happening. DC United, MLS, upward, and one of the reasons they're in really good hands with Andy Bush. Thank you, my friend. Thanks, Rick. I appreciate it. A lot of issues involving international soccer and other development. Let's look at the Power of Sports and the Power of Sports Minute. Number three on the list of three through one. The biggest charity knockout event celebrates the 25th annual Muhammad Ali Celebrity Fight Night. Stars came out to give and show support, raising $86 million over 24 years, benefiting the Muhammad Ali Parkinson Center and the Barrow Neuro- Neurological Institute in Phoenix. Although Ali long retired from boxing, died from complications of Parkinson's in 2016, his fighting spirit spreads the courage to stand up and battle for change. Number three. Number two, the International Volleyball Federation helps launch good net volleyball sustainability projects launched on Copacabana Beach in Rio, the site of the 16 Olympic Games. The Gust Fishing Foundation will launch the new program designed to recover discarded fishing nets from the world's oceans. And every year, 640,000 tons of fishing gear find its way into oceans, trapping marine wildlife, dolphins, turtles, fish of all kinds, and the new initiative is twofold it'll help clean our waters and encourage physical activity while encouraging conservation about conversation about eco-friendly practices and obviously conservation as well number 2 Number one, the largest mobile esports charity tournament sees players contribute to end breast cancer skills. The worldwide leader in mobile esports announced it has raised over 120000 for Susan G. Komen, the world's largest breast cancer foundation. More than 100000 anticipated, for more than 20% exceeded in 38 states and 60 countries. And as esports grows as an industry, charity tournaments help the sport become more deeply ingrained within mainstream culture and attracting otherwise absent fans. Clearly, significant issues, the power of sports minutes. Finally, the top tech issues, tech sports one through four, four through one. First, number four, William Hill, the official sports betting partner, Of the NHL. It has an advertising and partnership deal with the Golden Knights and Devils, but it's not dominating the hockey wagering market. Previous sports betting deals for the NHL include FanDuel and MGM. And William Hill, one of many sports betting partners involved with the NHL, and will thus have to differentiate itself from other companies to capitalize on the U.S. Supreme Court legalization of regulated and tax sports wagering, look for William Hill to make a few other announcements in the not-too-distant future. Number four. Number three, the first esports arena in the US, get this, the Philadelphia Fusion will host it, and it's a big deal. The Overwatch League's Fusion will start building a $50 million esports arena, and Comcast, who owns the Philadelphia Fusion, plans to break ground on the 47-acre, 350-3,500-seat arena this summer. Strategically placed next to other major sporting arenas, the Fusion Arena will be located in the Philadelphia Sports Complex, and at present, all Overwatch teams continue to flock to the Los Angeles Blizzard Arena to play their games, so a new stadium will be a welcome addition to the buzzing U.S. esports environment. Number two, Open Doors as announces a partnership with the Players Association Baseball to enable a larger Twitter presence. The partnership aims to give MLB stars access to more content from their team, league, and brand partners. They can then approve and publish their own social accounts, which will help baseball catch up to tech-savvier sports like basketball and hockey. But they're on the way. And finally, number one, Washington Nationals have had food delivered to their seats through Square. To help start the season off right, the tech company partnered with Team and Levy Restaurants people to support in-seat food orders for Nationals games, but not just regular food. The Caviar Food Ordering app App placed the order, pay from the seats. Then they pick up the food at the designated concession stand once they're alerted on their phones. And according to Mobile Marketer, Caviar will feature food from exclusive partners, overall a rotating series of pop-up offerings throughout the season. The future of sports and entertainment through mobile apps, which will provide services like parking info, paperless ticketing, wayfinding through stadiums, food ordering, and real-time data about players and teams. The more you stay in the seats, three-and-a-half-hour games, people get fat, but they eat good food. And that's the Sports Tech Minute. We'd like to thank Andy Bush for participating in the Keeping Score this week. We'd like to thank you for listening. And join us next week when we keep score once again. Thanks for listening to this edition of Keeping Score, assistance provided by Carlos Waddick. Tanner Simpkins, Reuters Digital. I'm Riccardo. Thanks again for listening. See you next time on Keeping Score.